Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's official. Adam Collins about to join us. It is official. This is huge for Hawthorne. Mm. Greta Bodie and Emily Bates are now officially Hawthorne players acquired through the PSP. They change Hawthorne's outlook and expectations coming into the season, uh, 2023 oh, well, season. you're the expert on this, no, but that's do. good news. No, outstanding leader mm. Bates uh, and Bodie a game changer. Mm. What enormous positions are they? Bodie's a high half forward with mm. enormous speed and a, and, a, and a great goal sense. Bates is just around the footy, middle of the ground, sets the team up. Terrific gets for Hawthorne, so uh, yeah. well done. Hawthorne are going to win. Daryl's Hey, on. just quickly. Go on. A, a lot of thumbs up. Five out of five, five, four out of five. Everyone's saying it's, get on. That's no, great. It, uh, it's a bit of an aqua- take, it, it may take you an episode or two Stick if you start from it. scratch. It's worse. It you don't st- have to watch Series 1. No, They're completely different. No, but it's do it. Start at 1. The other good news is I hear Season 3, there's talk that that'll be filmed uh, up on the Gold Coast or somewhere like that in one of the resorts up there. Well, that's going to be exciting. <laughs> Daryl's, uh, well, he's up on the Central Coast. It might be filmed up there. You never know. True. I, I, Daz, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, boys. Just uh, ringing up uh, the NRL gets underway tonight. Yes, it does. No, you're quite right. Yeah. Uh, so Storm and uh, Storm and Penrith, Parra- Parramatta. No, Parramatta Eels. That's right. Who wins that one for us, Daz? Uh, uh, there's a few out from both teams, but I reckon Parra might just get you guys tonight. So. Penrith still the team to beat. They're going to be hard to knock over, aren't they this year? Well, they are, but there's a few changes. So the Roosters seem to be the favourites at the moment. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. the new? How will the new team go? Uh, struggle. Definitely struggle. They've got no depth. Yeah, once you get past their, their top 15 or 18, that's about it. So, yeah, I reckon they'll struggle a bit. Tonight. What mm-hmm. about the Storm? Yeah. What about the Storm? Because it's the first year, everyone, just because they're history, thinks that we're just, uh, we're automatic for finals and no problems. There's oh, a few question marks, yeah. isn't there, uh, this year, Daz? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Brian Pappenhausen being out, you know, for an extended period is not good. But Huge. Yeah, you know, you've changed a lot of the forwards. They've got a few of them gone to the Dolphins and that, so... But old Craig Bellamy, don't, don't underestimate him. He's, That's a, true. he's a great coach. So. Hey, Daryl, they've never lost an opening uh, round of the season game under You're Craig joking. Bellamy. In Are tw- you joking? I'm, would I joke about something like that? That is unbelievable. That is not something that I joke about. Never lost an opening round. Never lost a round one game under Craig Bellamy. That is extraordinary. It speaks volumes to the preparation the man ha- puts into his team. And his ability to get his team in the right headspace right from when really? it really matters. Mm. He was in the right headspace yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Australian top order, having just witnessed a, a first session that could have had all sorts of demons rolling around inside their heads, watching what happened to the Indian top order against our spinners. It was, uh, you couldn't turn it off. Uh, the commentary that Adam Collins and Brad Sundarasan and the team were providing and will continue to do so here on 1116 SEM was absolutely compelling. And the captain of the commentary team joins us again just to lay the foundations for what promised to be an unmissable first session of day two. Colo, that was uh, that was a truly remarkable day's cricket. 
Yeah, still coming to terms with it, fellas. I mean, 14 wickets in the day. Um, the definition of a great toss to lose for Australia. I reckon, you know, if, if they win the toss, they're duty bound to bat, as you do in India. You, you never win the toss and bowl. And um, that pitch was so heavily skewed in favour of ball over bat. Well, it might have been Australia all out 109. Who knows? But the fact that they got first opportunity, Kuhneman outstanding, the way he picked up Rohit Sharma at the perfect time, just when India got off to a flyer. That set the wheels in motion. Nathan Lyon turned the screws in the middle. And as you say there, the way the top order applied themselves, and, and not just the, I mean, I don't want to just focus on um, application. It was the skill level, especially mm. with Kawaja. He was just a, a sea of calm uh, amongst the chaos yesterday. 60 runs worth 160. And sure, it's frustrating that he was out not long before the close of play, and that precipitated a couple of late wickets. But um, 47 runs to the good on a day like that um, feels most significant. And, you know, last week they spoke a lot about not missing an opportunity, and they did miss one badly. Well, um, let's hope they don't miss the second one. So you, you gave the number 14 wickets to fall on the day's play. When India was knocked over in the 34th over, <laughs> how many wickets did you think were going to fall in the day's play? Oh, we legitimately thought we'd see Rohit Sharma bat again yep. uh, on day one. And I don't think that, that was us being overly critical of the Australian side, more a reflection of the way the surface was exploding. Like, I've been critical of, of pitches from time to time, and I've been a defender of them at other times. I think the main determinant of that is whether the ball is exploding through the surface on morning one, and it was yesterday. So look at the ball that um, Lyon bowled to get Pajara. Not only did it turn square or even more than square, it kept low and shot through the surface. Like, that's not a, a competition between ball and bat. That's effectively a lottery. So it, it goes to how well Coley was batting. And I know Todd Murphy only took one of the 10 wickets to fall, but <laughs> his setup of Coley, I mean, it was Warn-esque. Mm. Uh, Murphy is just an extraordinary bowler already. Um, and even though it was only one wicket, Coley was the one man for India yesterday who found a way. Um, in, in much the same way that Kawaja did uh, later in the day for Australia. So um, that was a decisive moment in that first session. It was, and uh, I guess with Australia's performance, it brings about a, a level of, of some form of credibility for this pitch. But it's been the comments by experts right across the world, they have absolutely eviscerated the, uh, the, the pitch. pitch and what yep. it's doing. Uh, where do you sit? Seeing it firsthand, how do you how do you rate it? And we know it's tough, but is it is it just beyond uh, a joke what the, what they've dished up? There's a few different parts to this, right? So batting in India until 2010, so it's like you know a dozen years ago. This was the best place in the world to bat numerically, like the highest average per wicket and that kind of thing. Since 2010, it's the worst place in the world to bat. So it's not a new thing that pitches are extraordinarily difficult here in India. I think we sometimes experience, like I've described it as hyper-dread, the fear of Indian pitches. We've seen them serve up, you know, the equivalent of roll-on garrosh before. <laughs> so we think that every pitch is going to look that way and play that way. It actually doesn't. Like, Nagpur didn't do that. We, we got into this mindset before the first test that um, despite being tailor-made, and it was tailor-made, um, that it be unplayable, and it wasn't unplayable. India just played extremely well. Um, this is further down the spectrum, though. This is a pitch that um, is, well, according to Ravi Shastri, our, our, um, our chief summariser, former Indian superstar, it's just too dry, um, which lends itself to being um, a surface where the ball does go through straight away. So it's, it, it was behaving yesterday, as Ravi was saying, more like you'd expect on day four, not on morning one. So you get the criticism there. Rahul Dravid, the Indian coach, who was actually born here in Indore, um, was out in the middle yesterday. I got my long lens out at lunch. I saw him talking to the head BCCI curator 
who will feel under the pump overnight with all the criticism and all the rest of it. And Rahul Dravid tends to keep his um, cards pretty close to his chest, but he, he clearly wasn't happy at lunch with India having batted first and fallen to 7 for 84 or whatever it was. So, mm. yeah, all, all, I mean, Gazy, long story short, you're right, there will be loads of scrutiny on this pitch. Chris Broad's the match referee, uh, and I'm sure all eyes will turn to him. In saying that, um, if Australia bat for a couple of sessions, uh, the conversation will move on. Mm. And what about the umpiring? It was that... It seemed like that they they were having a bit of a howler there for a little while. Is that is that just a product of the pitch? And it's a very difficult game to officiate. Oh, we absolutely like. Let's not underplay that point. Yeah. But um, like let's 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 call it for what it is. Poor old men and had a shock oh, yesterday. And right, you, you got to feel for it. This is his hometown. Um, the umpire's room here is named after his father, who was a champion umpire in this part of the world. So a really important day for him. It's only the third Test match ever in indoors, so the first he's officiated in here. And you know, uh, Richard Kettlebrough, the third umpire, spent more time talking on television <laughs> than, than some of the <laughs> commentators. Yes. Um, they referred. So, it felt like they were referring decisions, and there was two. Bold referred. You might have saw um, yeah. that the, the twice they sent um, balls up, uh, wickets upstairs that where balls had hit the stumps and they couldn't quite see what had happened. So it, it goes to the chaos and, and, and the panic to an extent that, that, um, that descended upon the ground yesterday through the first 32 and a half overs before India were bowled out and the start of the Australian innings, remembering that Travis Head was out. Uh, in the second over of the reply, and Marnus Labuschagne was bowled off a no ball the third yeah, time in again. the series. Yeah. That Jadeja, who oh. you know he has a, he, he doesn't even have a run up. He has a three step walk up, gets through his overs in 75 seconds. Well, he's he's taken all four wickets to fall in the innings, 21 in the series, and he's had three struck off from overstepping, one at Nagpur, one at Delhi, and then one yesterday here at Indoor. So uh, he's having a, a, an incredible series, but it could have been even better yesterday had he gotten rid of Marnus early on. It, it might be the case that India uh, are striving towards a first innings lead, but instead Australia 47 runs in the black as we start day two. Colo, just a little one before we let you go. Everyone's going to be important. No extras mm. conceded by the Australians. Mm. 17 so far by the Indians, nine of those buys. And the reason I bring that up, I thought that was as good a day as Alex Carey's had behind the stumps. How big a factor do you reckon he was and how good a performance was that from the Australian keeper yesterday? I'm, I'm so pleased you bring up Alex Carey. Uh, you, you're spot on. I mean, that stumping off Rohit Sharma, you know, they're number 27 and have hit six boundaries to that point. Yeah. And that has turned big and exploded through the surface and bounced. And Kerry grabs it just in the webbing mm. and drags it down. And there's a really sharp chance that he takes off uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin just after lunch that, you know, on another day, we've seen Ashwin, he has that has that ability to, to, to counter-attack. Who knows, had he got going there, along with Akshar Patel, they might have ended up with 150-plus, and it could be a different test match. So two crucial interventions from Alex Carey. And poor old KS Barat lets through all those buys, but to his credit, um, held his nerve, and late in the day took a great catch off Steve Smith from the bowling of Jadeja. Another ball that turned big. So, um, yeah, a lot of focus on both wicket keepers. Yep, it's tough for umpires, tough for batters, but always tough for keepers in, in conditions like this. It's impossible not to be listening to it. Uh, keep up the good work. We can't wait for the first ball in a little over an hour's time. And uh, we've got our fingers crossed for a steady, I don't care how slow it is, just let it be a steady <laughs> a steady first session by the Australians, Colo. It's going to be great to listen to it. Thanks, fellas. Yes, all eyes turn to Peter Hanscom and, oh, and Cam yes. Green. They started well last night. If they can bat for an hour, an hour, um, it might be that um, Australia are away. Who knows? Yep, we'll be listening, mate. Keep up the good work. Adam Collins, Bharat Sundarasan leading the 11-16 SEN call team out of India, and it is fascinatingly poised. It's uh, a quarter to two. Yeah.